Hello, and welcome to another episode of Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine, and I am your host reading today from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and this is episode 28.4. So welcome, and thank you for being here today. Um, so grateful, so thankful that we are working our way through the New Testament and uh, getting a little bit uh, more uh, getting to know the Lord a little bit more and more every day. So um, just uh, just a little, one bite at a time. That's what we do. Um, one chapter at a time. And uh, it's it's just, it, I, I say it every day. It's a blessing. I can't, can't be more blessed than to sit here and read a chapter of the Bible every day. And God just reveals more and more of himself to us as we do it. So... <clears throat> Uh, as I said yesterday, uh, I'm finding Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, to be uh, pretty tough to read and to decipher uh, some of it. So, um, you know, the, the thing that I get most out of this is that, you know, God is sovereign and uh, it's, his, it's his world and it's his laws. And so, um, you know, he judges us based upon what he expects us to be doing so you know i'm not saying this uh paul is not saying this this is uh through paul from god is what the way i i see it so you know when he's speaking about you know immorality and you know sinful natures you know he's trying to get them to not do this is what i i'm thinking this is what it's all about so again chapter six is uh this is a short chapter, and so uh, probably not going to be a, a long episode, but uh, you never know. Maybe God will just give us a little more information. I don't know. So I hope you are well today, whatever time it is that you are um, able to listen. Maybe you're in your car driving to work or back from work. I don't know. Uh, but I hope that I am blessing you uh, as much as it is a blessing for me to be able to do this. So... Uh, so let's uh, open up in prayer like we always do, <clears throat> and uh, we will dive right in. Holy and Heavenly Father, today we thank you as we always do. We always start out with a thankful heart uh, for all that you do, all that you provide, and how you take care of us. We are just constantly in awe of your magnificence, and uh, so we're just so thankful that you're in control. We're thankful for you, your, your son Jesus, who was so obedient to come to earth as a man and um, sacrifice his life for us. Lord, it's his spotless blood, his, his sinless nature that is the sacrifice his, uh, that saved us. So Lord, uh, as long as we believe in, in that, that we are saved. So, Lord, just um, continue to bless us all. I especially ask for you to put a covering over those people out there who are listening, uh, what, whatever time of day it is. I pray blessings over their families and uh, to continue watching over us. Reveal to us what it is that you want us to learn today from today's reading. Uh, anoint this time in your word and um, put it into our hearts and help us to to live what you're teaching us. 
Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. So today is chapter 6, 1 Corinthians 28.4 is the episode we're on. Avoiding lawsuits with Christians. <clears throat> when one of you has a dispute with another believer, how dare you file a lawsuit and ask a secular court to decide the matter instead of taking it to other believers? Don't you realize that someday we believers will judge the world? And since you are going to judge the world, can't you decide even these little things among yourselves? Don't you realize that we will judge angels? So you should surely be able to resolve ordinary disputes in this life. If you have legal disputes about such matters, why go to outside judges who are not respected by the church? I am saying this to shame you. I am saying this to shame you. Isn't there anyone in all the church who was wise enough to decide these issues? But instead, one believer sues another right in front of unbelievers. Even to have such lawsuits with one another is a defeat for you. Why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that? Why not let yourselves be cheated? Instead, you yourselves are the ones who do wrong and cheat, even your, even your fellow believers. Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or who worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or are abusive or cheap people, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. <clears throat> Some of you were once like that. But you were cleansed, you were made holy, you were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. <clears throat> Avoiding sexual sin. You say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am not allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. You say, food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food. This is true, though someday God will do away with both of them. But you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord, and the Lord cares about our bodies. And God will raise us from the dead by his power, just as he raised our Lord from the dead. Don't you realize that your bodies are actually parts of Christ? Should a man take his body, which is part of Christ, and join it to a prostitute? Never. And don't you realize that if a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one body with her? For the scriptures say, the two are united into one. But the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Run away, I'm sorry, run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. <clears throat> All right, so let's try to dissect this a little bit. Um, 
what I understand, this is what I was getting out of the very first, I didn't even highlight the first, like, four verses, three verses. But uh, I'm looking at it thinking, don't you realize that someday we believe, no, no, that's not what I was screaming. How dare you file a lawsuit and ask a secular court to decide the matter instead of taking it to the other believers? Uh, I kind of understand that a little bit. I think it's like saying, you know, why would you go, you got, I think you, you should go, I think what he's saying here is you should go to like-minded people to help you decide uh, what, you know, should happen. And, um, and since you're going to judge the world, we're supposedly going to judge the world, I don't understand that part of it. Uh, can't you decide even these little things among yourselves? Don't you realize that we will judge angels? I didn't know that. So you should surely be able to resolve ordinary disputes in this life. If you have legal disputes about such matters, why go to outside judges who are not respected by the church? That's what I'm saying. You know, if they, they don't have the same like-minded thoughts. Um, isn't there anyone in all the church who is wise enough to decide these issues? Uh, but instead, one believer sues another right in front of unbelievers, which means you're being a bad witness, I think is what he's saying here. Even to have such lawsuits with one another is a defeat for you. Why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that? I, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand that part of it. Um, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Uh, those people who are out there actively doing things against God, I think that's what he's saying here. If you're not a believer in Christ and you're not living your life like a Christ uh, like in a Christ-like manner, uh, then you're not going to make it to heaven, uh, especially because you haven't put your trust in Jesus. Uh, some of you were once like that. And so, you know what? I, and um, I know that that's probably offensive to some people, maybe. Uh, but, uh, and again, I think that that's why people think that Christians are being judgmental. But we're not being judgmental, I don't think. We're merely reading what God has put in front of us and told us, um, you know, how he wants the world to live. So that's the way I'm getting it. <clears throat> then we go into uh, the last verse. Uh, some of you were once like that, you know, immoral and, you know, sinful, but you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. And you will inherit the kingdom of heaven by, you know, calling on the name of the Lord. Avoiding sexual sin. Uh, again, I think basically what this is all about is, um, you know, he's saying that the temp the, the, your body is the, is the temple of the Lord. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price, the price of Jesus, so you must honor God with your body. Uh, you know, he's saying be respectful of your body. You know, that's what, you know, and, and he's not saying you can't have sex, but you're supposed to be having sex inside of marriage, uh, you know, with your husband or wife. That's what they're trying, he's trying to say here, I believe. Um, you know, you shouldn't be going, you know, having sex with prostitutes and people who are not your, your spouse. Uh, then it says, uh, for the scriptures say, the two are united into one, which is Genesis 2.24. I looked that up. 
uh, but the person who is joined to the Lord in one spirit is one spirit with him. So, you know, I, again, he's not saying you can't have sex. He's just saying you can't have sex outside of marriage is what I'm understanding. And, uh, and you know, that's the way I'm reading it. Um, hopefully I'm right. If I'm wrong, feel free to, you know, let me know um, by emailing me at Lorraine uh, L. Monk. I'm sorry. I can't remember my Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org. I'm so sorry. Um, and, or is it L. Montgomery? I can't even remember what my email address is. Isn't that funny? So I'll have to look that up and give it to you again. I thought I had it right. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, let me know uh, if there is something I have said that was incorrect. We can open up a dialogue about it and uh, make it clear. And if, and you know, but that's the way I'm interpreting it. Again, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a pastor. Uh, and I didn't go to seminar. I'm merely reading the word of God out into the world. Uh, so, and talking about it. So, uh, if you have not let Jesus into your heart, if you have not accepted him as your Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Um, I pray that you make a decision for Jesus. Uh, so we will lead you in a prayer. And, uh, I said, we, I will lead you in a prayer. Uh, and, uh, if you're a believer, feel free to say it as well. But, uh, I encourage you to, um, to start living the life of a Christian. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's like no other life I've ever known before. So, and before was not a good life. So <clears throat> let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, your one and only son, Jesus Christ. It's his perfect spotless blood. He is the lamb that was sacrificed for us. And it's his blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the kingdom of heaven. I am ecstatic. And if you did... Mark it in your Bible that today was the day. This is your new birthday. And uh, you will start living your life for Jesus. Uh, get to a church. Uh, find somebody who can help you navigate into the next step. Um, and get involved is what I can say. And you don't have to, oh, you know, there's other ways to get involved. There's so many ministries out there. I just heard about Samaritan's Purse, which is uh, Franklin Graham, I believe, uh, doing work over there in the Ukraine. Uh, there's food banks you can get involved with. I think many churches are providing food for people. So, I mean, there's just tons of ways. There's prison ministries. Uh, you know, you can go into the prisons and and be a, a light for Jesus there. Uh, so many, so many places. You can work with the homeless. Uh, my sister used to do that, and uh, she was very blessed by that. So, um, anyway, so... So that's it for today. Uh, there, uh, I don't have any other nuggets of information for you, but uh, I, I hope that this was a blessing to you as it is for me. Um, so thank you for whatever time it is that you got to spend time with us, morning, noon, night. And uh, I just pray blessings over your day, and I will see you tomorrow.